Welcome to today's episode of Mind Reading Marketing. I'm really excited about this episode because this is something that a lot of people struggle with. Whenever I talk to people about their biggest struggle when it comes to copywriting, the one thing that they always cite is balancing, selling, and storytelling. It seems like they think or know that they need both, but don't know how to strike a balance where they're either telling so much of their story that they feel like they're sort of forgetting to sell on their website, or they feel like they're selling so hard that they're not able to get any of their story in, and they're just sort of like a sleazy car salesman. So in today's episode, I really wanted to dive in to my top three tips for balancing storytelling and selling in the content of your website. So let's jump in. Hi, I'm Isabel Kateman, and I own Stripe Dog Creative. We build beautiful brands and highly strategic websites for six-figure online service providers and course creators looking to reach seven figures and beyond. I'm excited to have you here for the Mind Reading Marketing Podcast, where we let go of the bullshit and deliver valuable information quickly. From practical marketing strategy to self-care for CEOs, tune in each week to go deep on one specific topic and get actionable advice you can use to grow your business even further. Let's jump in. All right, so to begin, in terms of balancing storytelling and selling on your website, the first thing that I actually want to say is that I really don't like to separate the two. I know that selling gets such a bad rap because people really feel they sort of go immediately to that sleazy car salesman, right? And they think if I'm selling that I'm I'm gross and I'm being pushy. And the truth of the matter is if you're selling something that people are interested in buying and if you're selling in a way that's really authentic, which is what I'm going to get into in this episode, it actually doesn't feel like selling. And the other thing that you want to really make sure that you're doing when it comes to selling, and I'll get into this as well in this episode, is really making sure that you are offering something that people are really interested in buying. Because if there's a need there and you're selling what those particular people are looking for and need, then why is that gross? And why is that salesy? As long as you're doing it in a non-gross and non-salesy way. And then the other thing is if you're coming at it from a really authentic place, if you're coming at it from a place of really wanting to help people, then I think that also really helps balance out the the storytelling because you probably have some story there and the feeling of sort of like not liking to hard sell. So to jump in, my first point is that you want to make sure that even when you are selling, And so when I say like selling, I mean hard selling. So maybe there's something on your website where, you know, you're literally like, here is my, you know, X name of service. And these are the 10 things that are included in this service. And this is how long this service takes. And this is the price point. That section can't necessarily be jazzed up into sort of like a storytelling way because people really honestly just sort of want to know like, what are the different pieces of this package, right? And how long does it take you to deliver this package? And how much does this package cost? But if you're still connecting emotionally, if you're still building in those no like, and trust factors, either within that exact section or in the sections above and below it, that section is actually going to feel like it flows really naturally. Because if you think about, you know, a sales page or a work with me page, at least in the way that I teach 
my clients, either in my upcoming course or in the way that I do it for my one-to-one service clients, you really want to start with the emotion, right? You don't want to get to a work with page and immediately, you know, let's say you're a coach, be like, okay, here are my three coaching packages. Here's what's included and here's the price. That is hard selling. That's not connecting emotionally. And that does feel sort of sleazy, right? But if you're starting at the top of a sales page and you're really building those no like, and trust factors with you, which we know are so necessary from buying from you, and you're really using your client's words to talk about the transformations that your clients are going to have, you're really getting at, let's say, the pain points before they work with you. You're really getting at how they feel before they work with you. And you're talking about why, they, why they're frustrated and how you understand what those frustrations are. And then you go into how you can help them. You describe how they'll feel after working with you. So you're really getting at that before and after that transformation. Then the next logical question is going to be, great. What are your packages and how do I work with you? So by the time you get on that page further down, you know, sections three, four, five into what your actual package is, people want to know that information. And so it's going to feel a lot less salesy if it's couched in, you know, more of a holistic approach to here is where you are and here is how you're feeling. And I know I mentioned, you know, really making sure that you're selling something you know, that people want to buy and that people need. So this is really where market research comes in because in order to get those words, you know, if you've been in business for a few years, then you're actually sort of better off here, right? Because you probably have a, hopefully, hopefully you have a lot of dream clients that you've worked with. And so hopefully you're doing intake forms and you're doing, you know, post-project forms or feedback forms or something. And so you have literal words from your clients of, you know, I was really frustrated about X, Y, Z, or I felt really scared about ABC. And then after working with you, you know, now I'm feeling ABC or I, you know, couldn't believe that now I feel XYZ, whatever it is, at least you have those specific things. So the more you can use those specific words and phrases on your site to get at that transformation, the better off you're going to be. And if you are either launching a new service or you feel like you're not quite getting at the right clients, then I would encourage you to go out and try to find those clients. I know it can be difficult and I'm actually going to be doing an upcoming podcast episode about this with someone who specializes in market research because a lot of people do have trouble with this. So stay tuned for that. But really, you know, look on Instagram, look on Facebook groups, talk to people, you know, that you know or in your networking groups and really see if you can try to find these clients who would be quote unquote dream clients for you, because this is really where you're going to get those exact words and phrases. If you can really hear, you know, people's journeys and you can really get at exactly how they're feeling because the emotions are what's so important here. It's really important that you're getting at those emotions because that's what's going to build the no like, and trust factors with you. And that's what's going to make people feel something, right? We really want to make sure that people are buying based on emotion, not logic. So the more that you can get someone to say, wow, I feel supported or I feel so understood or I'm so excited to work with this person, the better off you're going to be. And, you know, going back to what I was saying, if you're really offering something that people are already looking for, that people are craving, you really shouldn't feel bad about selling if you're filling a need and you're coming from an authentic place. So that's number one, make sure that even when you are selling, you're still connecting emotionally. So important. Number two is you really want to show off your authority by talking about your own struggles or why you started your business. So this goes into a little bit more of the storytelling, but again, as people resonate with you and resonate with your story, you're going to end up selling anyway because they're going to feel like they so understand you and like they can trust you. But really, you want to talk about why you started your business. This is my favorite part of working with people is hearing their why because usually, not always, but usually 
they experience the same struggle. You know, so for example, for me, just super quickly, right? I was a wedding planner and I had this absolutely stunning site and I actually spent thousands of dollars with a designer to make it even more beautiful because I wasn't happy with it. And it looked absolutely gorgeous. And then long story short, it was fucking useless. And so this is literally how I came up with Pretty But Useless because I realized that I had spent thousands of dollars on this website that was gorgeous, but wasn't actually doing anything. And then when I realized duh, I hadn't put any of my marketing knowledge from the last decade toward this website. That's when I started to see results. And then obviously, spoiler alert, I realized I don't want to be a wedding planner anymore. I'd rather help other people do that. And so when I tell that story in obviously a much more detailed and better way, that really resonates with people. And that connects with people because people understand the struggle of tinkering with their website and never feeling like it's beautiful enough. And then hearing me say, you know what, actually the beauty isn't the most important thing. And then they're like, what? The beauty is not the most important thing. Why am I spending all of these hours making my website beautiful? And then I sort of go into the strategy. So then I'm educating, right? So that's building those no like, and trust factors of like, oh, she had the exact same story that I do right now, you know, exactly what I'm struggling with. And then she's educating me. And so, you know, I'm showing off my authority. I'm building my value. And then they think to themselves, well, now not only am I connected with her, but then she educated me. And it sounds like she knows what she's talking about. Now I really want to work with her. And now we're getting at the emotion, right? Because people are excited to work with me. And so you need to find that thing for your business. I'm sure that you have some sort of story, even if you didn't experience exactly what you're going through in order to start your business, you have some story of why. You have some story of why you found the niche that you're in or why it was important to you to start this type of business. Or maybe it even gets at your business values. Maybe your business has certain values that are really important to you. So maybe your why doesn't even come from exactly the service that you're offering, but it really comes you know, from where you want your business to go, what you're hoping to fulfill, what you're hoping to give back in terms of your business, what you know, you're hoping to change maybe in the industry that you're in. And so the more that you can show this off, the more that you can talk and illustrate your vulnerability and really get into you know, as personal as you're comfortable being around why you started this business, that's going to foster the connection even further. And so that's really going to help sell without you literally saying, here is my service and this is why you should buy it. This is going to be more of that storytelling where people still resonate with you and they still feel excited to work with you. And then the third thing is social proof. This is so important because the social proof really allows you to use other people's stories to build your credibility. And people are going to feel more compelled, more convinced, more connected with you especially when other people like them say that they should work with you and that you're amazing. Because obviously on your own website, you're going to say you're amazing. Sure, why wouldn't you, right? But the minute that you have other people like your dream clients, so ideally people who are in the same industry or going through the same struggles or want the same dreams and goals, saying you should really work with this person because of X, Y, Z, or this is the transformation that I had, that is absolute gold. So you want to make sure on your homepage, on your work with me page, on social media, wherever you can, you're showing off that social proof. And hopefully you're getting testimonials. And this goes back to what I was saying at the beginning, where you can do intake forms before you work with someone to get at how they're feeling at that moment before they work with you. And then, you know, post project forms where you can really get at how they're feeling now, because that's so important. And that's going to make such a difference. If you can get one of your current or past clients to talk about the transformation they went through and they're going through the same transformation of the clients that you're hoping to reach, that is amazing. Like the best testimonials are like, before working with your name, I was feeling 
XYZ. And after working with your name, I now feel ABC. Like those are absolutely amazing because you're going to get people who read that first sentence and think, yeah, that's how I'm feeling. And I'm really frustrated. And then they read the second sentence and they're like, oh my gosh, but I really want to feel that way. And so those are absolutely perfect. And so those are my three tips for you on how to strike a balance between storytelling and selling. If you just keep that emotional connection and those no like and trust factors in mind, you're really not going to feel like you're selling. And so you really shouldn't sort of feel like a sleazy car salesman. You really shouldn't feel like you're pushing something, especially if you've done the research to make sure that you are speaking to the specific people who need this and you're really getting at using their language and putting their pain points out there and then putting their, you know, dreams and wishes out there as well and showing off that transformation, you should really be easily connecting with people and sort of selling effortlessly without feeling like you're actually selling. So it's really about connecting and illustrating what you do to help others. If you want even more information on this, I actually have a storytelling podcast that would be really helpful. So we'll link to that in the show notes. And then of course, I have a course coming up that's launching this summer where I'm going to teach you all about website strategy, copywriting, and design if you want to do it yourself. Or you can always apply to work with me or learn more about my one-to-one service on my website and look into the seven-figure service. Until next time. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Mind Reading Marketing Podcast with yours truly, Isabel Caitlin. If you love the show, I would appreciate it if you could leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. I love hearing from all of you. Share it with a friend, family, colleague, or anyone you know who may benefit from this episode. Remember, you can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at stripedogcreative.com. All right, that's it for today. See you next time.